information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's Criticast. The name is Larry. Ah, on another incredible week where a lot of, you know, fascinating, not underwhelming stuff happened. Yeah, but I just thought about it. We still have no idea where that plane went to. You know, the Malaysia MH370, we have no idea. But the news this week, the stories I made the news this week, are the big one, the, the, the granddaddy, the big boss, the big dara. Of 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 all the of, of all the news uh, things that happened in the news this week, Zimbabwe beat Australia in cricket for the first time in thirty one years. Thirty one years, hmm. you know. I, I feel like I should have paused there, and one of the had that fake applause, you know that that you know the one that you get the little sting. Hey, people, I don't know, because a big thing. It was fascinating because I, I, when Zimbabwe won, or, or rather when the when Prosper would say. Uh, hit the big six to win the match, uh, I was in that castle corner and everybody knows that castle corner is the most fascinating place to be when you're watching cricket because that's where the fans really go go all out. They go crazy. Yeah. Also, this past week, there was a rumour that Jar Prazer had died in an accident. Not true, of course, but it was social media. Social media does this all the time. It just gets overexcited and then the rumour goes wild. Oh, it gets all crazy. I know a couple of, a couple of months, every couple of months, uh, what's his name, uh, um, Winky D dies in a car accident. Social media is now killing people in Zimbabwe, it just goes crazy, yeah, just a sort of thing. The Big Chill was back this past uh, week, um, it was hosted at Old, at old Hereridians, and so yeah, that happened. It's a pretty cool thing, there was uh, a sizable crowd, performances from MMT and a couple of other people, so yeah, and DJs also performed. They could have done better with the sound, but, um, you know, given the fact that it had been away for a while, it was a, a nice return. Also happening this week, uh, Pastor Chris, you know, that um, Christ Embassy, the guy with the, yeah, with a very interesting hairstyle. Yeah, apparently his wife wants a divorce. She wants to leave him, and yeah, it's a thing. And she says, according to reports, her lawyers say that there's no chance of reconciling this marriage. It's done. And there's no chance of it working out. And they accuse him of infidelity, adultery, and that sort of thing. The running joke now, which is a running gag, is that he's got a thing uh, that's happening, a conference, where he talks about miracles and so forth. And everybody says, how come he can't miraculously make his marriage come back together? And, yeah, it's a joke, you know, people, crazy. <laughs> also, what happened this week, uh, the Big Brother house. Yeah, this is big news. Big Brother has got to be, has had to be postponed because the house caught fire. I mean, just a couple of days, it was supposed to, uh, Big Brother Africa 9 was supposed to start on the 7th of September, and the house caught fire, just boom, gone. There's no Big Brother house for now. They're looking for a second one, um, well, a new one, uh, and yeah, so it's going to take time because it's got to be rigged, it's got to be put properly. It's not just a normal house. You can't get a house and you just put cameras in there. You know, you've got to make it all technically correct and all that other stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know how long it's going to take before Big Brother's back again. Another thing to make the news this week, Lesotho had a coup, quote-unquote. Uh, may or may not have had a coup. The, the, the army says there was no coup. 
But uh, the country's prime minister ran away from the country and decided, yeah, I didn't want to be. I don't want to be in that country. So he was in South Africa for five days. Then, yeah, everybody has sat down and you know, in spite of the fact that there's turmoil in there, the, the, the army says, no, there's no coup. There's a guy which has overreacted. And in the news, finally, uh, for this week, uh, something explosive. Yeah, incredibly explosive. The a local daily is serializing a book called Olivum Tukudzi Backstage. Now, according to what is said, it's a book written by uh, Olivum Tukudzi's former publicist, Shepard Mutamba, in which he talks about some of the stuff that people don't know about Olivum Tukudzi. Some of the stuff that it may be critical of uh, of the great man, and some of the stuff that some people might be like, oh yeah, I know about that, and some intimate details about his past. So, should be interesting. Yeah, should be incredible. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know a couple of fans already say, oh no, how can you put a book like that t together? But it's a story. If if it's an accurate story, maybe it does need to be told. I don't know. What do you think? Warning. 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 This, 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 this will tear up your speakers. Live in the mess. Hear me know. Because the manic and easy shorty. I'm black and I'm proud in and easy shorty. Twist it, but it's not going and it will shorty. Condors and diddy got me as a shorty. Like a goodie ram. And this is shorty, she rasta chaka pinda, and this is shorty, masala de naikinya, and this is shorty, 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 you know that party for this thing. Now that's the music of Manix, the track is called Munumutema. Beautiful music there from an amazing vocalist who started off with the Transit Crew, formed his band Manix and the Mo Family, and I can exclusively tell you that he is returning to Transit Crew this coming weekend. Yeah, he's going to be seeing with Transit Crew again. So yeah, it's a big boost for them because it was getting a bit, I don't know. I mean, no, no disrespect to the guys that were singing there, but the vocal abilities of that man, Manix, is just legendary. That's Manix, Munimutema. Now, something that happened this week, which is sad, is uh, a Zimbabwean by the name of Munyara Zitole was um, was killed in a hit-and-run accident in, um, it was, where was this? in Toronto, in Canada. Uh, this was on Friday when um, he was out celebrating his 31st birthday. He was uh, studying at the University of Waterloo and, um, well, he was out celebrating his 31st birthday and um, he was run over by a minivan and the person who ran him over ran away. Uh, yes, the person who ran him over has since been arrested. 
but it's sad. And so there's a GoFundMe campaign. If you go and look for it on uh, on the internet, just go and find for GoFundMe and look for Nyerazi Sitole. And uh, they're trying to repatriate his body to Zimbabwe, which is sad. And and there's so many of these things that are happening where we've got people, Zimbabweans that are out there in the diaspora who unfortunately um, are passing away. And it's sad. And, and it must feel incredibly horrible to, you know, to die in a country that's not your own. You know, I mean, it's horrible to die in any country and, and that's just horrible. But I mean, far away from home and there's so many costs and and so and there's so much isolation you know it's there's just nothing there's no support system and and that begs the question like we don't really appreciate the stuff that people in the diaspora go through and, and you're looking at this divide between zimbabweans in in zimbabwe and zimbabweans in the diaspora there's no real appreciation over how that feels and the, the different little things, the little nuances that come with what Zimbabwe is about and being out there and not being able to live it. I mean, a lot of the times, you know, uh, people don't appreciate how much uh, the diaspora did in as far as the country is concerned when the country was in the real doldrums and there was no money and so, and so forth. And these people are working their rear ends off to try and get things working for their family members back home. And and you've got to think that poor Munyaradzi was out there and he was planning to set up a, a um, what is it, a, a moving company so as to be able to support family back home. And it's sad. And, and you know, I, 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 just, I just can't begin to imagine how it feels for, for, for someone out there. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's incredibly sad. It's one of the saddest things in the world. And so, so I just decided to ask a few people who are in the diaspora to just to tell me what they miss about being back home. Just so we get a, a bit of a gauge on what that feels like. First person I asked for was a woman who's back this side, Barudo Nyangulu Mungofa came, and she gave us a contribution on what it feels like being out there. What I missed most about Zimbabwe when I lived in the UK was definitely people, my family, my parents, my extended family, friends. You know, it's Zimbabwe for me is about the people. It's about the interaction. It's about... Um, the way of life and the way we engage and not having that or being in a different setting that didn't um, speak to that at all was the hardest part of living abroad. So there you have it, the people, the support system and all that. Then I also asked uh, Amanda, and this is what she had to say, and she's based in South Africa at the moment. Damn, I really miss home, like a lot. I miss everything. I miss my friends. I just miss the streets of Ferrari. I miss my family. I just think, you know, home is always best. Yeah, so the running theme is, well, miss family, the support system, home, and that sort of thing. And yeah, and rest in peace to Munyaradzis' Tole. Yeah, rest in peace. Check left channel. Check right channel. Ah,
the music of a group by the name of Soul Africa. The track is called uh, My Valentine. The name is Larry. You listen to the Quiddicast. On the other side, I talk about interracial dating. Woo! Crank it up. And piss off the whole damn neighborhood. Turn it down! Turn it down! Yes, the credit cost, the name is Larry, and uh, this thing I'm going to talk about right now, interracial dating, is something that divides opinion across the board. Now, in, in essence, you know, we live in a racialized world. Everything is, is racialized. It's, it, that's it is. That, that, let's just put that on the ground, the cards on the table. This is in spite of what you think, where you think that race doesn't matter. In reality, it does, and more so when people are dating, because... Whatever happens, one side or the other is going to feel uncomfortable about it. But one side or the other, I'm not talking about the couple, I'm talking about the people they're associated with. Now, the reality of the situation when you look at this country, let's look at some of the basics. For example, you know, in Zimbabwe, you're never really, really ever going to see a person of like Pakistani or, or what you call it, or Indian descent dating a black person. It's just not seen. Uh, it's off, It happens once in a while or... If it's a fling, that's a completely different thing. But, um, you know, seriously dating. I don't know if there is some sort of thing that's happening. I don't know if it's religious, customary, whatever it is, but it just doesn't happen. And then you find, of course, that the white people and the black people dating that are in Zimbabwe tend to be people that come, well, the white people tend to come from other countries. So it's somebody who's come to Zimbabwe and they're from, you know, Norway, Germany, whatever it is. It's rarely ever as a white Zimbabwean dating a black Zimbabwean. That just re- just rarely happens. And then the, the other thing that you find happening is when a black Zimbabwean dates a white girl and that becomes serious, the, the association that the white people, the, the extended friendship and friends and family of, of the, what you call it, of the white girl or the white, more often it's the white girl, Start, I don't know if the word is shunning. Shunning might be a strong word, but what then tends to happen is that they, they, they don't really roll as much as they did together. I don't know what it is. It might, might be something about maybe people going into different... It's a customary thing or whatever it is, but we live in a really racialized world. Now, having said all that, what do I think about interracial dating? I think that it should never be an issue. It should never, ever be an issue, primarily because if you th- are sitting there and you think to yourself that it can only ever date one race, you are an idiot. Yeah, because human beings are human beings at the end of the day. You can't sit there and convince yourself that if you date somebody that is from another race, the world is going to explode and everything as we know it is just going to get... You know, go all tits up. There's uh, something fundamentally wrong with the world for thinking that, that you know, that the people are just people. Stop thinking about race when you decide who to date. 
after all, you never know. Maybe that person that you're saying that that you can't be with is a person that makes sense in your world. So, so don't make stupid rules. Uh, human beings are human beings. Yeah, what do you think about interracial dating? I know there's pressures out there that come with it, but at the end of the day, you're human beings. Don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, with that I say, the name is Larry. You've been listening to the Cast. If you want to get in touch with me, the email address is info at larryquidirai.com or uh, follow me on Twitter at Quidirai or go to my website www.larryquidirai.com and that's got a YI at the end. And you could WhatsApp me, that's a thing, plus 263-776-595-560. And with that, I leave you listening to the music of... Um, Rhymes and the age, the African hip hop blog featuring the Orthodox, Orthodox Six and on this verse, Outspoken. The name is Larry, it's been the Criticast. It's like a hailstorm rain, and I'm hard when I spit a verse. I've been in this game since Dr. Dre was still a nurse. So if you bite in my raps, tight flow when you speak, cause I crocodile snap and I bow can spit. Know what it is? I'm spoken, just flow off the tip. Like I got a pair of nuts where your esophagus is. Often as is, I tell dudes to pay mine, cause when real MCs drop bars, it ain't kind. My freestyle's sick that they're thinking that that's written. Cause I flow off the top of my door, my back's hitting, basketing. They think I got Soft, cause I don't battle But you bling rapper still could it outshine my shadow Mano nye pa maniwe Mano nye pa ba Mano chuta maniwe Mano kitaba Kuzipa microphone kushika yati baba Tikati ya iti mixeve seva no pata All the dogs bring in the heat And I'll guard venom I was open to chill But up most was like get him The backpack rapper is back with a bad habit Blasting all you bastard MCs off of the Atlas I don't see no MCs here that's why if you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?